X finally <laughs> admitted that he was wrong. No, uh, I didn't. And it was I a lot of conversation. Did. Fessy for MVP. Yeah, well, it's just, the, just, it's just, the just, like, just stop. Just, just, just stop. Hey. Just stop everything. Just stop everything. We're done. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Goodbye. That's not the hill you want to die. I care about you, and that's not the hill that you want to die on. All right. So here's what we got going on today. This is a cutthroat podcast. Let's let's stop beating around the bush. At Cutthroat Cast on Twitter, Instagram today the very special guest, the one, the only. Kevinito, this man is A1. That's right. The steak sauce. X hit him with it. Steak sauce. This has been a long time coming. We have our very own group chat. It's a very exclusive group chat. People have wanted into this group chat. For some reason, Patty is in it. But yeah, I, don't, I don't know how I got any of this. <laughs> yeah, Patty, Patty was in it long before he was a part of the show. Steak, he's in this. He wants to talk the challenge. You know, so there's a reason why he's here. He also has an extensive knowledge of Big Brother. Steak Sauce, enough of me talking. Please, sir, we're glad to have you on the podcast. This is awesome, guys, man. That was a hell of an intro. I'm glad to be here. You guys, uh, you guys know I'm big fans of what you're doing. I think it's a, it's a really good podcast. I listen every week or every episode. And glad to be a part of it. And I'm glad Barrett's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. asshole. That's a, that's we don't. We don't have a. We don't have the time necessarily to devote any Trevor Lawrence talk or any, you know, Tim Tebow talk. We know he's a huge fan. Or number 16. Huge fan. X, X, I, I was about to say, 16 yeah. is a good number. This isn't the time. This isn't the place for the debate on the number 16. All we know, we'll I know that. that Pal Gasol wore the number 16. And Pal Gasol is all we need. Also, Joe Montana. So I feel like the book's Stop closed. It. Steak Stop is it. nodding his head. Stop it. Stop That's it. all we need to say. Stop it. Moving Man, they, on here. Name somebody. Name somebody <laughs> other than Montana that's a Hall of Famer that's worn 16. Trevor Name Lawrence. someone Future other Hall than of Famer, Hal Gasol. He hasn't, Stabler, Ken, he hasn't been on the is a field. And he wore the number 16. Thank you After very much. Montana, brother. After if Montana. Tebow, if Tim Tebow can get a job Stabler. in the NFL. The question is, Rick Barry. The Stabler. question is, Rick Stabler after Montana, brother. After Montana, no one. After Montana, now you have you have Jake Plummer. You have Jared Goff. Way off track here. Look, look. We got State going on to his phone right now because he has no idea what this is about because he was not even Uh, paying attention in the group chat. I just googled Hall of Famers by jersey number in the NFL. Not Hall of Famers. Everyone after Montana who has worn sixteen. Look, nobody. he's got all he's got nobody. all these specifics. Nobody. He, he doesn't want he doesn't want to take legit Hall of Famers into question here. You guys are trolls, dude. It's not a good list. You know I think it, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Say again, it's not a good list. No, he, he said it wasn't a good right. list. He didn't say it wasn't a good number, and that's not the argument, Ooh. X. Somebody named Musso is in the Hall of Fame who wore number sixteen in the NFL. I don't know who that is. That's Bob one of those Musso. Montana. Musso. <laughs> Yeah. It's one of those leather helmet guys. Like, you know, Maddie, some... 
<laughs> Patty, get a list of Hall of Famers together right now. Right. No. As, as, do your job and get together a list of Hall of Famers that have worn the number 16. Hold on. X take over. I need, I need also, a second. All right. Also on the NBA, too. But we are going to start off by talking um, Big Brother for you guys. Um, so what we're going to do is Patty and Steak are our gurus today for that. So I just want to ask you guys, which season is the best in your guys' opinion? Uh, Steak, you go first and then Patty. Huh. Um, I really like 16, I think. Okay. That was um, Derek and Cody. Just Derek just like steamrolled everybody. And it was just, um, that was like perfect gameplay, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's played the game better. Like he, he's the GOAT of Big Brother, I would think. See, I, I the only reason that, I mean, and, and I, I agree, 16 is a fantastic season. And then his number two, obviously, Cody went on to win this past season of All-Stars. But I got to say, I think the perfect gameplay that I've – or the most perfect <laughs> gameplay that I had seen <laughs> is in, is in, season, in season 14 and from Ian. I, I think the mm-hmm. fact that Ian won against one of the best players in Big Brother history, Dan um, – what's his last name? Uh, uh, Geesling. Geesling, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he beat Dan Giesling, who was a all-time favorite. And that was before there were, like, the bitter juries and things like that. And they actually yeah. valued gameplay. And Ian won and won the competitions that he needed to win. And the best decision for everybody that were in this all-star competition this past year was to get, was, was to get Ian out as soon as they did. Because mm-hmm. everybody knew he wasn't really going to be a threat until – that last or until the jury when he would start to try and win competitions. Patty, I'm going to stop you right there for a second. Oh, I got the around a bunch of names that meant nothing to me. (laughs) Okay. So let's, let's back it up. Hold on. Hold on. Let's back it up real quick. Let's back it. Hold on. Hold on. X. I got, hold on. X. I got this. I got, I got the questions. One second. One second. I I know I'm derailing X's thing right now. And X is running this, but Let's get down. I, I need I need for, for my understanding real quick, just for me as as a listener to how you guys are going to talk about Big Brother and talk about this game, because X has started watching a little bit of it. So he's familiar with an idea. I need a base level, just a simple synopsis, synopsis of what this game is, please. It's more it's, 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 it's the right? challenge. It, it's, it's the challenge where you're not allowed to leave the house. And it's all about alliances and forming alliances and getting, you know, people on your side. It's, it's a weekly vote, you know. They're, okay, vote, so they're evicting someone from the house every week, you know. Yeah, so since I – now, originally, we had discussed kind of X, you know, a- asking us questions. But I'm, I'm genuine, genuinely curious. Like, I want to know kind of like how you were kind of explaining a little bit the challenge where it's like voting off. Like, what's – how how is it like the challenge in a way that's like that I can understand if that makes sense? Uh, you know what I mean? So the beginning of the week, you said they're living in the house all the time. One thing I yeah. did notice when I tried to watch it is that the episodes are like ninety minutes long. So and like the seasons are incredibly long. And I'm like, oh my god, just to get through one is like so much time. Is that because like with the term Big Brother, is it supposed to be like? they have the footage rolling on them at all times. And that's yeah. literally what they're showing you. So is it a shorter time period that they're together? But the fact that they're literally giving you 24 hours of footage is why they're able to do it so quickly. 
you know what I'm so saying? They, they, can, yeah. they can give you a, a full season of content because they, they're giving you the everything. Uh, speak on that. There's, please, there's, that that's, that's what I'm genuinely curious about. Sorry, X, I didn't mean to interrupt you. And I know you got questions, <laughs> but this is kind of what I was, I was wondering about yeah. Big Brother. This is so actually perfect. There's live feeds. So you could basically, I think they shut them down every once in a while, like when they're doing comps and stuff. But you can go on like the CBS All Access and watch it basically like 22, 23 hours a day and just see what's going on and what's going on in the house that day. And then CBS will cut it up into like the 90 minute episodes, but they have like usually three episodes a week, sometimes four, where, you know, beginning of the week, someone will play for head of household and that person head of household puts up two nominees to get evicted. Then we'll have another comp to win power of veto. And if you win the veto, you can pull somebody off the block and then the HOH replaces them. Like there's all kinds of different like twists and stuff like that. So, I mean, there, there's a challenge. You have to win comps, basically, unless your name is Christmas Abbott. To, <laughs> to advance in the game. I, so, I mean, I, there, yeah. Go ahead, Patty. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, Steak. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying it, there's a lot of, uh, it's competitive, but it's a lot of like behind the scenes and yeah, political is a good word for it. We're just kind of like, you got to work with different people and try to keep it under wraps. Like, and if you're alone, you got a good alliance, like you can go super far in the game. Patty, go ahead. Uh, I'm curious about like, A, you know, your answer on what I just asked, but B, like what also, you know, do you, what interests you about the show? So I think the thing that is most interesting, at least for me in the show, is is the fact that it, it, you don't have to be the most physical person to win. If you play the best social game, like the better of a political and social game that you have, the farther in the game that you will go. So, for example, one of the uh, best players, I think, and honestly, in my opinion, he's probably the best player in Big Brother history, and it's Paul. Paul, um, yeah, it's Paul. Paulie? Uh, no, not Paulie. Paulie did play a good game, but Paul was pulling the strings on Paulie during his season. Mm. Paulie, as you guys can see and, from the challenge, is like way too emotional for this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he he just starts shit all the time, and he, mm-hmm. yeah, he's way. Uh, he also had a showmance with the with the girl, and he basically just like shut down like halfway halfway through their showmance, and like just didn't talk to her for like four days. And then he left her for uh, Kara. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that. So that kind of that kind of ties into my next question. Um, so we have a lot of crossover stars for the challenge and Big Brother. We have Polly, like you guys have mentioned. We also have um, Josh, who won a season. I don't know how of Big Brother. Uh, we no, have Fessy. I know. That's what everyone says. We have Fessy. We got Swaggy C. Devon, Bailey, Casey, Jose, and now Amber B. Out of that bunch, who is your guys' favorite that I just named? Casey. And why? Casey? Casey. And why? Because Casey – all right, so there was a stretch during the two years that Paul was on mm-hmm. where the juries were so bitter that they didn't vote for who deserved to win the game. Paul deserved to win the game both times, and I'm going to die on that hill. But the reason that I like that season more is because she was in an alliance with somebody named Tyler Christ or Tyler. Um, I can't, I can't Kristen, remember his last name. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I thought that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, all right. I, my, my bad guys, if that's picking up, my roommates have their parents over because they just graduated and stuff. So they're oh, kind of like, lit. 
Anyway, they, uh, on the podcast. they have their parents yeah. over, Patty. Okay, Patty, your roommate's mom versus your roommate's dad in a hall brawl. Who <laughs> got and why? Yo, I, I think my – all right, so only one of my roommates' parents are over, and I got his mom all day. His mom is a little bit shorter than the dad, but she looks like a freaking beast. Like she looks a little swole. She looks like she could knock down somebody. And and her dad or his dad is a little bit taller and kind of fragile. So it look I, I think that that his mom has it all day. Can you take I her? I don't think so. No. The f- no, you have a narrow hallway. The key I mean, phrase that Patty right used there was knocked down. Okay. <laughs> Uh, from his description, you could tell that this mom just got a solid base. She's yeah. kind of like a like a rock, like a solid boulder. Not she, she's, she's she's a uh, she. I would say she's a typical uh, Latino woman. Uh, you, she's she's definitely got a little bit of a of a big of a base. Shots out to Latino women. We love yeah them. for real. <laughs> I think we all love them here. <laughs> but you're basically what you're saying is she's girthy. No, she's not girthy. She just she's sturdy. <laughs> what's the definition all right so what's the difference between girthy and she sturdy? she got she got some some thighs on her okay i like that okay back to big <laughs> she, brothers she, she, all right all right back to big brother back to big brother <laughs> okay so you said casey sees yeah. all right so casey out of the bunch that i just said is your favorite um yeah okay so when you all right, so the juries on the the two seasons before that were very bitter, mm-hmm. and Casey was a part of a very strong alliance. That granted, at the very at the beginning, it looked like there were going to be two strong alliances in her season because they both tra- they each traded people getting out of the house. But as the game went on, that other side, the other side of Casey and Tyler's, kind of just imploded, and then eventually Casey and Tyler made it to the made it to the final two and they both won competitions and they both had a great social game. And I think it came down to like a four to five vote um, out of like the nine jurors or whatever it was. And, and K and Casey ended up winning by, by that vote. And Mm -hmm. I was okay with that. And it was the first like decision that I had been okay with for a very long time. Hmm. The other people are, I mean, Swaggy C was basically fassy uh, Waggy C is basically like a mixture of uh, Jose and Fessy because Jose <laughs> thought that he was running the entire house during his during his season. I love Jose. Jose. Is yeah, he's great I at TV, Jose. dude. He's great for TV. He's oh, he's great for really TV. Good for TV. There's I, no question. I'm really sad he's only been on the challenge one time. Well, because he, he was, sucks, dude. He was also on <laughs> X on the Beach. No, but he, here, here's the thing, though. Like the thing about reality TV is. You have to have competitors that are also entertaining. Big T, yeah. Big T, you know, she's not going to do the best always in eliminations, yeah. daily challenges. But Big T was essential to this season because she was so lovable and just so entertaining. But and Big that's T exactly was exactly what Jose is. Jose no, but- is entertaining television because sometimes he's very friendly, but then sometimes he's a little snake. Sometimes uh, he can go from zero to 60 just with like emotions, like real quick. And I love Jose. Jose couldn't swim, dog. He almost drowned. You for, did you see, forget can't that? Swim either. <laughs> oh, well, it, see, can't I, swim you know either. what I say about the blacks and swimming. You know <laughs> what I say about the blacks, man. So you're not good. In in Swaggy C's intro video, 
um like on big brother it, it showed him that he or like who he was like before that and it showed him like that he was also a babysitter and stuff like that during the day and things like that and he and there was a scene where he was in the pool with the two white kids that he was babysitting in this nice ass house and he had these giant ass floaties on his arms <laughs> and was like just barely treading out in the pool yeah and, and it showed in the challenge too <laughs> yeah so oh yeah i forgot to mention um natalie nick nicarati you know the cute girl natalie. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah super short yeah. yeah, super short, really. Yeah, cute. she yeah. she competed with Polly, um, the one season. Yeah, on they, the challenge. Her, yeah, they, they also played together. Her on first the season on the yeah. challenge, though, the one before she competed with Polly was so funny. Like she thought she was like had a good control in the game, and like people like Devin saw her like completely from the beginning as she was just like flirting with bananas to. to she was hooking up game. with bananas. Yeah, she was hooking up yeah. with bananas. So. You know, everyone she, that hooks up bananas thinks that they got a stronghold on the game. She thought that she was doing the same thing in Big Brother. Pow, if you ever go on the challenge, that's the first thing you do. Hook up with bananas. <laughs> <laughs> For yeah. sure, right? And when that doesn't I, I work, paid, you hook up with Fessy. <laughs> no, Fessy, he's too much of an introvert, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, right, he's, so. he, he's too good of an athlete. I bet he would wear number 17. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm tired oh, of nice. talking about fucking Fessy, dude. <laughs> All right, so um, uh, Steak, who you got out of the, out of the names of the crossover stars from Big Brother that made it over to the challenge? Who's your favorite so far that they've shown? I think, I, I think Davon, man. I just, I just love her. I like Davon, too. Yeah. Dave, she's got I like that fire personality, man. She don't take no shit. Like, yeah. She's just like, you know, I could picture her. Like, I'm probably a foot taller than her, and I, 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 I'm ter- I'd be terrified of her. Yeah, hey, but you know, Bear, you know, when she was partnered with Bear that one season, I just felt so fucking bad because Bear was just burning so many fucking bridges for her. Um, politically, Man, I, he just I thought, Bear was gonna, I thought Bear was gonna be like my favorite person on the challenge ever. Yeah, I, loved, I loved his personality, and then he just kept going and going. I'm yeah, like, you, you gotta tone it down, man. Like, yeah, I, I, love- I think he's had some stuff come up lately where he's canceled, kind of, but uh. Well, yeah, revenge porn on Georgia, Doug. Yeah. yeah. So, so he is definitely not coming back. And I mean, yeah. So we have that. But um, out of the, all those players, oh yeah. So Chris, who's your favorite out of that list of crossover stars? We have Polly, Josh, Fessy, Swaggy C, Davon, Bailey, Casey, Jose, Natalie, and Amber B. I, the twins too. You know, it's funny. I the after rewatching too. some of the the like the show and like Stake mentioning that that they have like a live stream, I actually like Dave Vaughn. I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm kind of a fan of Dave Vaughn um, mm-hmm. when it comes to the crossover stars. At first, it was an it was really funny when she came on to Final Reckoning, and right away they had a challenge where you had to like dig your partner out, and like I think like. The, the three or four people that came in last place automatically were eliminated. Mm-hmm. And she was one of those people with Jose. So Davon and Jose were eliminated right away. And she was like, my name's Davon. Don't cross me. And I was just like, <laughs> they're sending her home. Like, why is she, why is she saying like all, like she didn't even get a chance to get in the house to play mm-hmm. the game. Like, why is she saying this? But then they had a redemption house, you know? So mm-hmm. she was able to stay in the game, but 
the way she competed on War of the Worlds, where she had Bear as a partner and he was just driving her crazy, and she put up with all his shit and had his back. I mean, tremendous respect for her, and she competed her ass off that season. So Devon's probably been my favorite crossover from Big Brother, and the fact that she doesn't like Kara either because like they don't like she's friends with Polly and like she was talking shit on him and like I saw that on Reddit. Uh, on the challenge Reddit, they were like, oh, like she's talking shit on pa- on Kara. Like, I guess they're not friends. Like, the reason why Polly's not friends with Big Brother people anymore is because Kara's salty or something. But mm-hmm. there's some tea for you. There we go. All right. My next question is, do you guys remember that our two seasons ago, Bailey and Casey had like a little outs? You remember that, Chris? But it was about something like Bailey and Casey, something happened in Big Brother where they like, had a thing, but she was with Swaggy C. Can you guys explain like what that was about for me and Chris? Because obviously we weren't watching that shit. Yeah. So- what was the, what was the, not to be like weird. We're not trying to be like weird. Yeah. Guys, but the way we the actually way don't Bailey, know <laughs> the way Bailey made it seem just to clarify and for context, cause we don't want to be like creepy dudes or anything like Bailey made it seem like there was some kind of like tension that was borderline, maybe sexual tension between her and Casey going on that like maybe like they were closer than just like friends and like like Casey was flirting with her a little bit and it was like like they, that was kind of their dynamic I don't know uh but from, that, that's from, kind of what Bailey was saying on the when she was on Total Madness from what I understand is Bailey took it as I mean Casey's a lesbian obviously mm-hmm. and, and uh and Bailey took their friendship to mean more I guess and but I think it's been like uh Bailey's claims have been like shut down, like from people who watch the live feeds, where they're like, "Yeah, Casey never like tried to hook up with you. Like you guys were just friends. They were just like chilling in the bed together and like hanging out, you know." Because I mean, guys do that all the time on the show. They're just like, you know. I mean, from, from yeah, I mean, from what I understand, it's it. They were just friends, um, and and during and I think if there were anything that was actually going on there, that they it would have come up in the diary room and they would have put it on. Uh, like the actual like program. Um, I didn't watch those live streams. Like, so I actually don't know anything. I haven't, I actually haven't even heard anything about that, but I think that if there would have been going something going on between them, that it would have been shown on the actual TV show. And there wasn't anything like that because when there is other things like that going on, they do end up showing that. And they ask the questions in the diary room like that. Yeah, and that was, like, so weird how, like, that whole thing played out on uh, the challenge because they were talking about the whole Big Brother thing, and it, it just kind of seemed like Bailey was, like, you know, telling, like, this whole side that no one has ever heard before, and it kind of made her look crazy, so I just wanted to get a little more context from, like, a Big Brother's perspective, like, what the hell was that all about? And it just seems like everyone's kind of confused, so maybe it was something that happened you know, like after Big Brother, like between like Big Brother and the challenge or something like maybe they're supposed to hang out. Who knows? But I just wanted to bring that up because I'm just like, huh, that's a little crossover that we could talk about. But yeah. So do you guys have anybody specific that you guys want to see on Big Brother or not on Big Brother on uh, the challenge from Big Brother that hasn't shown up yet? And why is that? Is there any like strategic game players is there any like you know buff dudes that could match fessy or something like that is there anything that a person we should be looking out for i think uh tyler patty mentioned him earlier but tyler was like played a really good game strategically 
and he's athletic. He's not as big as Fessy, but um, and he's got a he's got a great personality for TV. He's just like this laid back surfer dude who's just you know. I'd like to see him in the challenge house and how he deals with that kind of stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think the the only person that really comes to mind is is Tyler for for those reasons. But um, I the the one thing that I haven't or like the one person that I would I want to see again on Big Brother just because I think I, I think they finally need to get a fair shot is is Paul. I I the only reason I don't say that I, I want to see him in the challenge is because I don't. Like he he yes he did win physical competitions, but he's not the most physical player, and and that's so that's why I don't say Paul because you guys hear me talk a lot about Paul for that reason, but I don't uh or because of how good of a game that he played in Big Brother, but I don't think that his game really translates to the challenge. I feel like Paul would be good at puzzles and like mental comps, but yeah. like you get him in a hall brawl, like he's dying. Like Leo Rush would crush him in a hall brawl, I think. Leo, shouts out to my guy, Leo what's Rush. This, this Paul character, what's his uh, what's his strengths? What like what what kind of uh, elimination stake could you? Since you have the kind of knowledge of watching the challenge and Big Brother, you're kind of the one that has both. Like yeah. you know, uh, what would you say he would be, he would do best in elimination wise? That's a good question. I mean, anything mental, I think he'd be good at. But I mean, the challenge has a new way of kind of like combining things, you know, where it's, it's not just like a straight puzzle. Like there's got to be some kind of endurance involved. And I don't, I don't know how good he'd be at that. But his personality and his, like he, he would make friends in the house and people would, would like him. And if he could like form some sort of alliance, like he, I think he could go far. My next question. Hall brawl time, bitch. Girl. Let's do it. Swaggy ourselves a hall, bro. All right, we got Swaggy C versus Jose. Go, who you got? Give us the give us the details, Chris. Give us the details, dog. Sorry, I just totally spaced out. What are those two names again? (laughs) Swaggy C and Jose. (laughs) Oh, Swaggy C and Jose in a hall, bro. Are you kidding me? Okay. Well, here's the deal. Swaggy C, obviously he was the house vote because I don't think I think Jose in a political game has is gonna have the political edge over a Swaggy C. Now in this scenario, since these kind of people are a little bit modern, we'll say they're competing for a skull. That's right, a ticket into TJ's final. Now, Jose, reason why he's going in, we already talked about it. He can't swim very well, so. In that daily challenge, it's an individual season. You're competing on your own. You have to rely on yourself. He was the slowest swimmer. Therefore, he's going into the elimination for the night. That's the scenario. TJ's getting ready with his little air horn, telling him best two out of three, gentlemen. Let's go around the horn. Who do we got taking this? I'm going to start with uh, Steak. Swaggy sees like six four man. He, he's a big dude. I mean, I think I think he'd like stomp Jose. See, but you I, know what? Yeah, Jose loves ca- Jose loves camera time. I think he fight extra hard just to stay on as possible as long as possible, just so he could be on TV longer. For context <laughs> here, with uh, with the height you mentioned with with Swaggy C, we have talked about a lot that height is kind of a 
It's going to hurt you in a hall brawl. Just wanted to it throw sure that does. out there for context. It sure does. So I'm going with Jose. Uh, and the reason that I'm going with Jose is because, like, yeah, Swaggy C is a – I mean, he's an athlete for sure, but Jose is – kind of an athlete as well jose will cut your ass he's he will resort to any methods of violence to win i i believe that he's buying kneecaps everything but the reason that i'm going with jose is because i think like mentally at least from what i saw on big brother i think that swaggy c is just soft (laughs) like like what like yeah jose lives in his own world but i i think swaggy c is just soft man like I, I like that's that, that's really what it comes down to. S A W F T. What's that? Soft. Soft. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, I, man. I totally you're, you're stepped on that, bro. X, like, and that was a fantastic joke. I've forgotten <laughs> about those dudes, man. Hey, uh, big cast is an impact. You know, yeah, I agree with I agree, I agree with Patty, and I'm totally on board that Jose has this because Jose is tough, and like I said, he'll do anything what it takes. And Swaggy C is soft. That dude's sensitive in the way he's like, I'm retiring from, from reality television. And they then they go on like every other like reality <laughs> TV show known to man. They're on almost like every TV show, him and Bailey. Just anything that deals with reality television. Get over here. You lost to Corey in, a, in an elimination. Jose's taking you out just the same. I agree. That's who I'm taking then in this hall brawl. X, if you have anything to contribute, which I know you do, what do you got to say about it? Jose. Unanimous across the board. We got another one for you. We got another one for you. We got Amber B. No, actually, we got Casey versus Fessy. Casey. Who you got? Casey. Lay it out, Chris. I can't. You, I, I need to. It, it doesn't matter. Is there I'm some kind Casey. of alternative here? Because I, they're, they're not going to ever put these two in a hall brawl together. Case, Casey's knee versus Fessy's college career. Go. <laughs> we already know that Casey's a superior football player, so it's easy. It's Casey. Yeah. Oh, she's a beast at receiver. You know, she could play in the slot or, you know, whatever. Just have her go deep if you don't want her playing in the slot. Like, she's she's like she's like Jarvis. She's like a female Jarvis Landry. She she was actually the number 22 ranked tight end in that draft. <laughs> <laughs> Fessy. So I'm taking her over him, man. Hey, don't count Fessy out, though. Like, he could still get an NFL job. If I'm counting Tebow him out, Patty. I don't care what you – I'm counting hey, him Tebow out. Jim Tebow can get a job playing a position he's never played before in his life eight years Tim after Tebow being in the league. Tim Tebow is one of the best college football players there's ever been. I have never Quit seen one highlight of Fessiman or whatever his – Cap. Whatever Fessiman. We have a cap is. call. Get him, Patty. <laughs> Patty's cap call. Oh, he, like, he wasn't even, like, one of the best quarterbacks of, the like, the odds. He has a Heisman, and he's won two. So does Johnny Manziel. Hey, <laughs> don't hey, don't, don't talk about baby. white chocolate. That's white chocolate. Look, right it stakes on mute right now because this isn't what he came to talk about here. More sports. <laughs> he didn't come to talk about sports. Sports. Hey, is hot sauce right. talking to you right now? Is that why you're looking away? She, she was bringing me a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Hell What's yeah. up, hot sauce? Shouts out she to hot sauce. Hot sauce. She went back. You know what she's doing now? She's watching all the old real world seasons. 
Hell yeah. Which one? No, I've been wanting so, to do that. I know they're going to be problematic, but I want to do that. I'm watching yeah. all the old Survivor seasons right now, and they're problematic. But Survivor is a fantastic show. X, ditch Big Brother. I know we're having this whole conversation right now about it. Start Survivor. Do you know what the fuck our podcast is about? You say it every time. It's about competition. We can't ditch Big Brother, man. So she just won. Survivor's just better competition. Survivor will prepare you better for the challenge, in my opinion. I'm going to come out with a poll tonight. Survivor or Big Brother. And then that's what I will watch next. How about that? So uh, Hot Sauce just finished Real World Austin with West and Nehemiah. Nehemiah. And that does not not age well at all, man. Nehemiah is screaming at women. West is just like... They're just out there trying to get laid every night. Like West looks like such a fucking doofus. I can't believe that guy's ever had sex in his life. And that but, was uh, that was West before the roids. Yeah, so, that was a little yeah. skinny, dumb haircut, mm-hmm. freaking West. But now she started in New Orleans with uh, Jimmy uh, and uh, and Knight. Do you guys remember New Orleans? That guy Ryan, yeah. not Knight, the other the other one, who like immediately he's like homophobic to Preston, and he's like oh yeah, trash yeah. And, like, what the it, was a, that guy? it was like a skinny white boy, right? Yeah, skinny yeah. white boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Whew. these old ones are kind of fun to watch. Man. Yeah, old old reality TV doesn't really age well. I mean, that, uh, yeah, doesn't go, it goes with the times it came from. So yeah. do you think in like 20 years when you look back at like this episode of the challenge, you're like, ooh, that was okay, you know? I will say that on Survivor, maybe they've had quite a few problematic people that have said like problematic things and like microaggressions towards black people. And the black people that they've had on like on Survivor have like give like honestly, I want to go back and like clip certain things that they're saying because they give such good descriptions on like the inconveniences on being black in America and just an American society. And they sum it up so well. And that's like one thing that I've like kind of been like, man, some of these people really, really suck on this show. And it sucks that like looking through today's lens that they couldn't like see why this was a huge problem. Like even the way women are treated on that show is just terrible, but like, Mm -hmm. like they have really good race commentary that like, you know, like they, 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 since they allow um, competitors a space to kind of have the floor and kind of give their perspective, they'll give great, you know, like, like uh, some of the black men have, have just talked about what it's like. Like, like I just, I heard you describe that girl as ghetto trash and this is why that's racist and wrong. And like, even in like in 2008, I was like, this is, you know, they, it's a missed opportunity for them to, to, to kind of, you know, use more of the discussions on the challenge. Dirty 30. We saw that with, with Camilla where, you know, she said something, she called Leroy a black asshole. And she what, said a lot more than that, dog. She, <laughs> she yeah. said a lot more than that. Yeah. What I'm saying, I'm just saying like, you know, that's what started it though. Right. You know, mm-hmm. she's, you're a black ass. It's the way in which it's the way in which she used it in the cadence. Yeah. yeah. And um, what I was just trying to say is that like on the challenge, what they ended up doing was having disclaimers. And then they had kind of like, almost kind of like a reunion setting where they had the whole cast back, but instead they had the cast back to talk about what happened, why it was wrong. And like, I don't even know if she apologized ever for she that. She did it. And the fact that she didn't get kicked off because of that, she got kicked off for something totally did had nothing to do with that. Like getting drunk and still in a golf cart and <laughs> during champs versus pros and shit like that. 
but that's a good that's a good um it's a good transition right there to the awards bitch hold on real quick who was it just recently man was it his last season somebody tweeted something about black lives matter oh D? he was banned was it d, d. Was d right? yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. that just popped into my head i couldn't remember who it was but well i, I, I mean the context that she's Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was just gonna say, I think the appeal of the real world, which is like the OG of like reality shows, is just that they brought people of all different races and you know together, or different sexualities, and just seeing how they live together. And even this Austin season, like Nehemiah, that was so much racist bullshit. And I was watching it. And I was like, these motherfuckers sound like Trumpers. And this was what 15 years ago. Like this mm-hmm. shit's been going on forever, man. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, it, it was just, I. Real world always appealed to me just for that, just to see how people can come together. Because in New Mexico, I'm in New Mexico, and it's a melting pot here. Like my high school, I went to, I was there were like seven white kids, and six Solid of them were steak. rich, and six of them were rich. And I guess which one I was, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> but didn't you graduate with a class of like 15 people? That that was at the F up school. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I got kicked out of the other high school. I, got, I, went to five, I went to four high schools in five years. Wait, what did you get kicked out for? Fighting and drugs and, you know, things you do when you're a teenager. Getting drunk and stealing a golf cart, shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> been there. Yeah. Totally been there. Who That's hasn't gotten drunk and stolen a golf cart? What's the point of getting drunk if you're not going to steal a golf cart every right? once in a while? Exactly. They always leave the goddamn keys. <laughs> That's the problem. The golf carts make for a shitty getaway vehicle, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just depends. It just depends on if you're stealing like one from like a golf course or if you're actually stealing like a beefed up like rich dude the golf cart. Yeah. Don't ever try to outrun the cops in a golf cart. That's my yeah. No, that's a bad idea. <laughs> All right, sorry. D- disclaimer: Don't disclaimer: Don't get drunk and steal golf carts. Yeah, yes. Camilla. Perfect. I, <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> I do it. I just want to be racist about it. <laughs> All right, go. X. Is there any uh, any final questions you have here about uh, about Big Brother? Um, we are closing out the Big Brother part of the section today. I think we did pretty good on that. I mean, you guys have told us all like you guys' favorite seasons. You guys have told us the crossover stars that appeal to you the most. We've had two random ass hall balls, and we also got to see someone to look forward to maybe coming on the challenge. So. I think that that was a pretty good time. Thank you guys for that. But right, now we're going to transition. Real, real quick, before we transition, I do have a surprise haul bar for y'all. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's right. All All right. right. Honestly, I've been really excited when when the kid, Patty himself, that's your nickname now, Patty, the kid. <laughs> the kid. When Patty the kid himself said he wanted to bring a fantasy haul roll to the table, I was like, he's growing up right in front of us. Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah, guys, oh, let yeah. This kid go. Let's, <laughs> let's go, Patty. All right. So this haul bra, right? I have it between X. This is just really, I mean, really, it's just going to be for you because awesome. I got X or not X. I got, I got steak sauce and I got pal in a hall brawl. <laughs> Who you got? Who you got? Let me see what you got. Steak. Let me I see, see what you steak. Got. I see you steak. <laughs> All right. I love you steak, but I'm going to have to go with my co-hosts over here. You want to know why? God he damn. sends us videos of his workouts <laughs> every fucking day. <laughs> this dude's legs are ripped, dog. 
I always say the lowest, the lowest person, the lowest center of gravity. How tall are you, Steak? I'm six two. Yeah, and Chris, you're like what five eleven six? I'm six foot. Yeah. So okay, so you guys are evenly matched height wise, I guess. It's I'm getting low inches. though. I'm getting. I'm getting. Even though I had these Charles Barkley hips, I'm getting low and driving. And he through. talks about those tree trunks of hips that he got, dude. All right, Steak, got, you have to convince me. How about I got this? Low, I got short legs. Oh shit, he's showing us. Oh, thank you. Oh, don't want, oh, I don't oh, want this. Oh, this is promo gold right this here. Is the... <laughs> it is. Uh, lift Fall it up, steak. Fall lift... off the chair. I hope. Don't show me that. No, what the... Bobby yeah, Lashley. Dude, how old are you? You got panty lines? What? <laughs> he he's a fucking tree trunk now, dude. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's he could get in a three point stance. Let's see it. On the chair, three points. On the stand. chair, three point stance. Go. I want to see him fall. <laughs> you see his arm all shaking a little bit. <laughs> what arms are shaking? No arms are shaking. Look at that. That's uh, uh, all right. Up. So, all right, here, I got this, Pal, Pal is built, bro. He's got muscles on muscles. Yeah, right? I'm, I, I love you, Stakey. But I mean, if we're talking about grit, I got you. But we're talking about just straight going in. I'm talking about edge grit. I got grit. I'm, all right. I'm, I think I got to go with steak, man. I think I'm going with steak. Okay. We got you know two, one and one. I think huh? steak is going to use his age and experience to just absolutely dumpster pal in this hall bro. Okay. I, that's what I'm saying. Okay. We got to go with the pal. guest star. I'll take that. <laughs> that would murder me. Hey, you have to lose a hall ball on this podcast. You know why? I'm doing one yet. Look- Steak. I would just look at him and be like, God, he's handsome. And how does he just run over me? Pull up like Kyle. And, face and yeah, I just get, yeah, he just <laughs> run through me. When the guy that's in the hall bro says, I got the other guy. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I don't have confidence. <laughs> I love this. I just move. Yeah, I can't even be mad at Steak. I'd be, I'd but be, that's... I'd be, I'd hate to do it to him, but I have to, but I would, t- I'd be giving him the biggest hug after because I love him so much. I, I feel yeah. like what would actually happen is y'all would just like start out like super serious and y'all would just get in your three point stances, just start taking off at each other and then stop right before you knock into each other and just start hugging. Yeah. Half of the hall <laughs> brawl is mental. And you're already saying that he won. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, you yeah. know, like that's after that, it's, you know, it's all she wrote after that. Maybe, so. maybe I have a few drinks beforehand because I get irrationally confident after a few cocktails. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you know, that's how I got my beautiful ass wife. She was just, hey, I'm drinking if, up to talk to her. Let's go. Steak, if you could drink so before the hall brawl, then I might have you because <laughs> I just feel like liquid courage goes a long way. I agree. Because you, you don't feel shit, right? Right. Yeah. You know, he just run through me and I'd bounce off of him and do a little flip over him and ring in that bell and not remember shit about it the next morning. <laughs> like, hey, you won the hall ball, huh? What, really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to transition into the award, the end of the season awards, baby, for the challenge. Oh, let's. Let's go. I've been waiting for this for weeks, man. We have the Double Agents Awards show, baby. Ooh, let's hear it again. Let's hear it again. 
Okay. You see, I was trying to do, you know, did you see his lips get all thin right there? What's up, bitchy boy CT? And this is the double agent. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, our first award confessional gangsta. Ooh. We we got the nominees Darrell, Devin, Anissa, and Kyle. Steak, who you got? Confessional gangsta. The give best confessional. Can we can you yeah, give him Kyle. those one more time, please? Sure unless steak, unless you're good. I'm good. I, Kyle, I'm go I'm always going Kyle. I just love him. I love his accent. He's such <laughs> a goofball and he knows he's a goofball and he just kind of like leans into it, you know. So yeah, I, Kyle. Who you got, pal? I'm gonna you know, I didn't realize it until you had mentioned it. God, this is tough. This is really tough. My favorite is going to be Darrell, but I think that the best overall in the award does have to go to Kyle because Kyle had a really good season behind the confessional mic. And you know what? Usually Cam dominates confessionals every season she's on. She gets like the most of them, but Kyle really shined this season with his confessional. So I'm going, I'm awarding this to him. All right. So I have Darrell. I have Darrell, but Darrell this season. I think, I don't know, I have to rewatch a lot of Darrell's last few seasons that he's been on, but this season, he's been fucking hilarious. He's been calling people out. He's been a true confessional gangster. Kyle has had, like, great content, but I think Darrell has been the funniest, to me at least. But the winner of all these awards, I'm going to get drunk and DM them. So I am (laughs) DMing Kyle. Kyle wins that one. Kyle wins confessional gangster of double agents. I just want to thank Leroy and everyone. <laughs> I thought I was funny in my confession. That, that I'm my limited Kyle is I'm stretching it too much. That was solid. What do we got That's next? Solid. What do we got next? So we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with Kyle. We got the comeback kid, baby. The the, the comeback kid is somebody that has not been on the or has not been on the challenge a couple of times but has came back and showed themselves out this season. So we have Devin, we have Nani, we have Jay and Darrell. Comeback kid. Are you not going to have Teresa on the list? Because Teresa was ass and she's pregnant. She wasn't ass and pregnant. She's pregnant now. Listen, Teresa came back after a long we will, time. Off all right, you all know right. What she she we'll so take off like, Darrell. I think she needs her. We'll no, take you, off Darrell and we'll put Teresa. So we have Devin, Nani, Jay, Teresa. Okay, can I can I make a suggestion? Hmm. Can we swap out Jay for Teresa because Jay was on Total Madness already, and Darrell. Okay. This is the this is the longest we've gotten Darrell on a challenge season in in quite some time. So I I feel like he, he was a good choice for for this. If I could just okay. put you know put that suggestion. And in. Devin hasn't been on since his father passed, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. So we have Devin, Nani, Darrell, and Teresa. Hmm. Come back, kid. I'm gonna go Devin. I'm going Devin as well. Steak, let's let's get your answer. Why Devin? I think he did a good job filling the void of when Wes and um, uh, Bananas went out. Was it Bananas? Yeah, yeah. Like he, he, 
every season needs that like asshole like shit stir, you know, and him just walking around going Big Brother sucks, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> uh, Devin, Devin had a good season, man. Hey Josh, what's what's eight times nine? Yeah, yeah. Do you know how it, how funny funny it is to insult somebody by just asking them a math problem? <laughs> like, that's fantastic, man. That's, I got I'll Devin say, too. I'll say this: the one thing I like about Devin is he recognized he picked up the game of the challenge pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. He picked it up quickly, but at the same time, he also has acknowledged that he has serious weaknesses. That when it comes to this game that he just he doesn't have the strengths you normal you know a lot of people have to win and he relies on on certain things and i thought he had a fantastic comeback season playing that role that stake was take you know playing stirring up a bunch of shit causing a bunch of drama i loved devin this season absolutely loved him i thought he came back with the force and it's like you know mr kravitz said um, when we had him on you know uh, he might be taking over that bananas role, that 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 real solid villains role. I think he he needs to be on every season going forward. And I think production recognized how sorely needed he was for the season because he did do a good job of stirring up a lot of shit. But I think that he's gonna learn sooner or later that that's not the right approach to sticking it through and making it to a final. You can't you can't be that much of a, stir, a shit stir where more and more people are realizing that you just have to kind of be cool and friends with people. I don't think he was really a, a villain this season, though. I think he was more of a people's champ because he was saying everything that we kind of all felt. Like, he no, kind of he went was, after Josh. He, he went after Pessy. some of the girls, though. Yes, Amber Amber M, he was an asshole, too, for no he fucking reason. He was an asshole to the girls. After, they were just, after he was just talking about his father passing and um, Big T's, like, you know, his her parents passing... He decided to go after Amber M. That was random. Yeah, but you but, all, he yeah. also talked shit on Darrell about puzzles, and I know he lost to Darrell in a puzzles elimination. But that, well, after he lost, sec, he was funny as hell. That's not even that's not even like the the thing though. Don't disrespect the four time champ when you haven't won once. Okay, don't say he's not good. At, you have to be somewhat good at puzzles in order to win those things. Why did I, I think bananas was on this season? I don't know, I, but no one, no one stopped you. No one stopped you. You always let her go. We just let you go with another one. That's why. All right, so we all are in. All right, so we all have Devin. So I will drunk DM him. Who knows what I'll say? All right. So our next one, a person we wanted more of. Now this is strictly for the people that uh, kind of DQ'd themselves. So we have Leo Rush, Nally from Survivor. Um, she left because, well, let she me tell you why everyone left. But Lilo Rush, you know, mental fatigue, I would say. Nally, she was pregnant. Nicole dislocated her shoulder, which I've done before. Got the scars for it. Um, Liv, she, I don't know, she broke her elbow, broke her arm or something. So out of those three, we have Leo, Nally, Nicole, and live. I would say Lolo, but I don't think everyone. I think everyone's all in green saying want Lolo. So I wanted more things. Lolo. I wanted to see Whoa. what she would do in a final. Really? Yeah. Or she, what you? At least what she would. Honestly, I I wanted to see her at least in elimination. Like if she was gonna go home, like it'd be cool to at least have that. Like go home through elimination. You know what I mean? Mm, um, I and I thought that she just kind of was like, like they. 
they were all going to get their chance to get a skull. The way mm-hmm. she was like, oh, I'm not going to like, nobody's ever going to let me compete for one. Like everyone had a chance to compete for a skull. You were going to get yours too. You're just throwing a pissy fit. Cause you're a super, super sore loser. And you're like getting murdered this season on these challenges. Part, I think part of that though was Nam's back. Nam's back wasn't exactly there, but I digress. Uh, let's let's get back to the category at hand of people, more people that we would like to see from this season because it got DQ'd. Honestly, Nicole is really entertaining <laughs> when you understand her. Yeah, when you understand her. So I, I'd be, I would have liked more Nicole, especially because Devin was her partner. Mm, what about you, Steak? We got Leo, Natalie. Nicole or Liv? I want to say Leo because, I mean, you guys know I'm a big wrestling fan. I love Leo Rush, man. I got to work. Um, But Natalie, man, Natalie is going to win multiple challenges. That woman is a beast. Dude, and she she won the she won Survivor. She's been on the major race with her sister. Just spoiler alert. I didn't know she won it. Well, I didn't didn't tell you what season she won. She's been on multiple. Oh, okay, cool. No, no, we're good then. That's fine. (laughs) But no, she, I mean, she's just a, she's built for the challenge. Like you see her on these other shows yeah. and that's one that you look at her and be like, man, I want to see her on the challenge. Well, and it's like, that, that's the thing. That's the thing X. Like what I've learned about watching survivor, like sur- the reason why I keep saying survivor, like watch it because it'll prepare you more for the challenge mm-hmm. on survivor. They have daily challenges mm-hmm. and they have to do puzzles. They have to do math. They have to sometimes compete athletically. They have to swim sometimes. Right. So a lot of what they're doing, in essence, is, is challenge-esque. So I think, like, like even Jay, Jay was on X on the on the beach, and I, I like Jay. So I'm kind of hoping that, like, you know, we're going to see – I think we'll I, – I think sooner rather than later, we'll also see a Survivor winner because we finally got our first big winner. Oh, yeah, for winner. sure. Yeah. But I think yeah. we're going to get a Survivor winner soon. Okay. And I would say Natalie, too, um, strictly because Natalie – is like how you guys are saying she is a beast dude i mean she is you so me and steak really like wrestling you know who i compare it to chris go china china there you go china okay. dude ninth wonder of the world she's fucking yoked for a woman she everything you see on her instagram story climbing up ropes doing shit that i can't do you know like she is just a beast dude and she, she looks smart her. She murdered that elimination against Ashley. Uh, where they had to. How about, this, how about this comparison? Jenny, Jenny is China. Natalie's Rhea Ripley. Mm. Put them in a hall brawl. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, I would like. I would like to see that. I, all right. So the reason why a little XST, a reason why I guess Jenny wasn't on this season. They think that, or I guess she. Uh, got COVID or something. That's what they're saying is, you know, like when they're in quarantine, I guess she somehow got COVID in the quarantine somehow. That's just what the sources are saying. Can't confirm or deny because she ain't saying shit. But at the same time, it was it was kind of weird how she wasn't on this season, right? After she just won the season prior. That's like, I believe the first time that that's happened. So um, that hasn't been a team thing kind of, so... I think Natalie is going to get a drunken DM from X and we want to see more of her baby. So Patty, Patty, real quick, hit us with some players that have worn number 16. 
I All fucking right. hate right. you. <laughs> fucking hate you. We have uh, Tyler Lockett. Jason What's Giambi? up, Tyler Lockett? Ty Lock. Jason Giambi, okay. Uh, no, QBs, no, no, dude. You guys are right. no, 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 no. You guys are even so specific. No, no, no. Your, your crusade is against like, This whole thing started no, with QBs. This whole, no, this thing, whole thing started with This QBs. whole thing started with you disrespecting the number 16, which our no. boy Savior yeah. Papa Star Wars. First of all, you keep talking about NBA. No one is saying anything. You're trying to make fetch happen, dude. No one cares Actually, about a football player well, and baseball player. Happen on behalf of Pal Gasol, thank you. We very were talking much. about QBs. If you go into the damn DM, we were talking about QBs at the time. Patty, hit he, us, hit us with some of that sixteen knowledge. Oh, I got you. We got Milt Plum. He played for the Browns from the fifty from nineteen fifty seven <laughs> to nineteen sixty nine. We got Jared Goff right here. He obviously sucks. Yeah, say something about Jared Goff. <laughs> say something nice about Jared Goff, NFC, who's in Detroit. You got, champion Jared Goff playing a Super Bowl. Thank that you is true. Much. You have Vinny Testaverde. Listen played, to these names, dude. Vinny. <laughs> he played football. Names. He was a quarterback for the Jets, Buccaneers, Patriots, Ravens, Browns, Panthers. Yeah, he went to the yeah. U. Right? Yeah, he travel guy, travel guy. Yeah, he played almost 20 seasons, I believe. Solid QB. Patty, hit us yeah. with some more. We got Norm Sned. Played from 61 to 76. He was a four-time Pro Bowler. Okay, wait. We have to give the audience some context on why the fuck we're talking about this. X, what's the next category here for the awards? <laughs> no, no. Give them some context, dude. <laughs> no, on to the next. The context is I saw Trevor Lawrence was wearing the number 16. Now, my myself... Pal Crisal on Twitter, currently Uncle Pal. And I'm a huge Pal Gasol fanatic. And I was complimenting former guest of the podcast, Barrett, Mr. Phil Barrett Cuts, on the fact that his quarterback chose a great number, the number 16, the number Pal Gasol happens to wear. And then here comes X. Shit looks ugly. Oh, nowhere with all this no. negativity Shit that nobody ugly. asked for trying to talk trash on the number 16 and then I got defensive and then he quickly corrected his argument to, to for oh no 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 it's just QBs that were 16 Chris name it's, everybody it's, in the NBA that were 16 right now where is it 16 right now please Aaron Baines NBA champion most spades two time back he's not in the league best center in 2009 and in 2010 Pal Gasol not in the league. Pal Gasol is all you need. Not in the league. Hey, he's right. you got you got Anthony Gill. There you Who? Go. Anthony Billy. Gill. Billy. Listen Billy. Up. All right, Chris. Billy. What Chris? What team is he on? Who's Anthony Gill? Tell Anthony me, Chris. Gill. Dude, I know. Don't, got, don't, go Chetty, don't, don't go on your phone. Don't go on your phone. I don't know who Anthony Gill is. X. <laughs> you got you got Chetty Osman, bro. Chetty <laughs> yeah. Osman, he, he plays, plays for the Cavs. the Cavs. Read a book. Beast. Oh, the white dude. Yeah. Oh, come you on. got CJ Elberry. He plays for the Trailblazers right now. Thank you very much. No, Anthony wait, Gill plays wait, for wait, the Wizards wait. right now. Uh, wait. Thank you very we much. We should listen, have that. Listen, X is a fan of James Johnson. Plays plays uh for either the Mavericks or the Pelicans right either now. x is a fan <laughs> of the numbers the he's a fan of the number nine okay he's a fan of the number that's, nine that's a good number that's a good number. number ronnie price wore the number nine 
And he wants to come in here talking about the number 16 like he knows the goddamn thing. And it's like Ronnie Price never wore the number 16, and I'm proud of that. Did hey, Dwayne no, Wade no, no, pow, wear pow, that pow, in Cavs? We need to take the high road right here. Nine's a good number, X. It's a good number, man. And we're the not lines of numbers. You guys could kiss my black ass. That's all I'm gonna say. Didn't Steve McMahon, number nine, bro? Oh. Let's go, baby. Oh, you mean McOverrated? Steve McOverrated? Don't speak speak ill of the fucking dead, dude. Don't speak ill of the dead, man. Yeah, too soon, too soon. R.I.P. And now he gets... Take the number nine (laughs) with you. (laughs) He gets all quiet. (laughs) What award do you have next? We're getting off topic here. All right, we're going to get back to that. Patty, wait, before we get back on topic, Patty, let's let's hear some more number 16s. Uh, you got Dwight Gooden, uh, mm. in baseball. Doc. Uh, yeah, Pete. Uh, or uh, Peja Stoyakovich. Oh, Pe- come Peja. on, X. Peja, Peja was the original rainmaker from three. He you got nice. Frank Gilford. Uh, played um in like the fifties and sixties. He was an Frank Gifford. Player. You're so young, Frank Gifford. Yeah. Monday night football. Yeah. Going for the Gifford. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No. It's, oh man. Gifford. No. <laughs> yep. I always make it something. Win one for the Gifford. Okay, X. What's the next category? All right, we got favorite teams. Bam, 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 bam. We got Corey and Cam, Leroy and Casey, CT, Big T, Nam and Lolo. This was obviously we could obviously pick the people that won, but we're trying the the ones that entertained you the most. I really want to go Nam and Lolo. Their like no. irrational fighting was so funny because like he was always just so shocked. Like, where is this all coming? I from? felt like, so bad for Nam. He was just this like, is news to me. Scared and like, what? Why is this American woman yelling at me? You know, really? <laughs> uh, dude, this has to be unanimous. Big T and CT. Big CT, man. Yeah. Like, I'm damn, going dude. I, I want a buddy cop movie with those two. I want a sitcom <laughs> with those two. I'd watch them do anything. Let's go. Just imagine them going to the grocery store, you know. I low key want them together as a couple. Low key, like low key. Have you seen Have you seen Big T on Instagram? Content's nice. Content's really. Did you know her real name? Her first name is Tula. Yeah, that was surprising to me. Yeah. When when CT's on going Tula, (laughs) Tula. I'm telling Ooh, you, go man. go on Instagram. Her content's nice. She looks okay. way better off the challenge than she does on the challenge. Okay. As emotional as I got during the season was when CT like emphatically like dumped her. Oh, and I was like, "Come on, man! You're gonna do that to that sweet little angel, dude." Like, their character arc was crazy this season. Yeah, it was like a real life couple. That's what I'm saying. Really I'm like, was, dude, yeah. you kind of have all the feels. Like you felt happy, yeah. you felt upset, you felt angry you you know like yeah. come on now you felt then sad you, you leave that girl who's like perfect for you because you guys don't get along for, for a minute and you find another girl and you realize how good you had it with the previous girl and you're like man i fucked that up i need to go back to her you know and then they got back together it worked out perfect it's like a movie man it's That's a what perfect I romantic comedy man i love character it. art baby yeah, you know beautiful. i love character art so i wish yeah. wwe could look like that huh. <laughs> <laughs> we booking dude we could get in a whole podcast we will uh, get a whole podcast we will about that. all right so we are all unanimous uh ct and big t win uh favorite team of the season right hell yeah all I right so i am drunk i'm drunk all right i'm drunk dming them too 
<laughs> All right. You guys are going to help me with these drunk DMs. That's a drunk group chat. We're not trying to do good. Make drunk. a note to get that, that soundbite that he just pauses after he goes, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should see how many times I've uh, DM Dan Levitard Zoom links at 2 in the morning. Oh my God! Steve. I'm all about. The, I'm all How about many has he has he picked? Yeah. Up? He's up. He he never clicked on it. He never clicked on the links. But he it's, will someday. That might be I Juju. Hate... That might be Juju Gaddy though. Maybe someday yeah. I'm gonna be wobbling around, and then Dan's just gonna pop up on my phone. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Steak, I need you to send me a screenshot of that shit, dude. Yeah, I love drunk shit. All right, so <laughs> anybody that's listening, send me a drunk DM, dude. I love that shit. All right, uh, our last and final award, we have MVP of the season. We have CT, Killer Cam, Casey, Fessy. <laughs> I'm going Amber B because she smoked everyone in that final. She's not in it. Go. CT, Cam, Casey, Fessy. Well, it's got to be going CT. Amber B. The, the visual of Amber B with blood all over her face. I love it. And the it. final, while she's sitting there being a little bitch, is like, <laughs> it's so perfect, bro. Like, it, if the challenge had a logo, like Jerry West for the NBA, it should be Amber B with blood <laughs> all over there's her been, face. There's been so many men and women on this show that have, when it comes to the eating part of the final, that have been so passive and just have not wanted to do it. And she was like, let's go. I'm locked in. I'm in this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, like I, it's like, and that's all credit to her too, because it's just like that's not CT that like pushing her, you know what I mean? That was her just being like, yeah. "All right, this is what I got to do. I'm gonna do it." She was underestimated the whole season, and was just yeah. like, "Okay, like, like a lot of that didn't phase her. She was just ready. Like she just let her competing do the talking." I mean, that's my that's my season crush. I, she was my season crush before she even made it to the final. I'm like, dude, she is fucking beautiful. Oh my god, dude! All right, so um, we so you guys just have Amber B. She ain't even in the fucking like running. Oh, I mean, if, if we're going on your nominees, I'll go CT, man. Like, yeah, I'll go CT, CT with your nominees too. CT watching his growth throughout the challenge is literally just like watching a, a boy turn into a man. You know, <laughs> like he's literally just he's grown like emotionally and everything and everything he went through with um, oh, what's her name? DM. Uh, DM, yeah, you know, just like you could tell, like he's even this in just the character of this season where he realized how he fucked up by ditching Big T and like he somebody as big and badass as CT being able to like admit their own mistakes and learn from them, like that's a good fucking like lesson for everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. I so, yeah, I I've been on record saying the same thing. Like his character art this season has made him like you know up there for me however i got fessy for mvp doug <laughs> yeah no you swear don't shut up that's where god every no, come every podcast we had we talked about fucking fessy that's true no that doesn't make him mvp that just makes him maybe like fessy. mhp fessy. but not even mvp don't even put that on him i got no, fessy, get out of here you want to know why you want to know why you want to know why I'm going to walk off this podcast. The whole challenge were revolved. Even the reunion revolved around Fessy, dude. Bro. No. He's the MVP. Unfortunately, I don't like it either. He didn't win. You're the fourth one. You're the fourth one voted off. You're not going to compete in any of the eating. You're you're not going to compete in any of that. No, you don't deserve shit. Fuck that. No, exactly. He was was the worst We already knew that he was capable of terrible takes. 
with the number 16. So yeah, honestly, <laughs> we, already, we already knew this. You know what? Bessie Barrett's, for MVP. Barrett's right. I was wrong about saying for MVP. Put it on a sticker, Pat. Today, May 10th, is X is loud wrong day. That was a terrible take. Should we, send MVP. Should we send X a jersey with number 16 and like Fessy on the back? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. This guy's a big Fessy fan. Hold now, up, hold up. This hold whole up. time he's been upset. We've been talking slander on his boy, apparently. This is crazy. <laughs> Speaking of that, we got plug talk. That's a new segment. We're going to plug somebody that is, you know, slanging some shit. So this week we have my boy Dylan. Met him on, in, or met him on Twitter. His name is... What is it? Dope Dick Dylan? <laughs> dope Dick dumb, Dylan? It's, dumb, <laughs> it's Dumb Dick Dylan. Dumb oh. underscore Dick underscore Dylan. He is the jersey plug. Just bought a Magic Johnson jersey and a Kobe Bryant jersey from my man. He is going to be this week's plug talk. Dumb Dick Dylan. We got dumb X topic. in the house now, though, talking about this stupid take that Fessy's the MVP. Fessy's the MVP. Get out of here, man. Fuck Get out of here. What? You want to know why? What, are they giving Matthew the Delphi whole... the MVP in the NBA? Get out of <laughs> here. They should have when reunion. he came back to Damn, that's a terrible take. <laughs> I'm, a, whole I'm disappointed you gave Fessy. that take. Right? You came on this podcast and gave that take. I, I'm talking over I chose you. violence today because you guys came at me with the 16, so I'm coming at you with Fessy. You know, so we have Fessy you're, for MVP. You're still outnumbered. I don't care. I've been outnumbered all my life, brother. I'm a minority. <laughs> Patty, tell him how horrible Fessy was on Big Brother too. God oh my damn, gosh, we, so we've bad. we've talked about it a, a little bit, but dude. We talk about Fessy every podcast, dude. Because he's so bad. He sucks. But we we talked a lot. He's the worst the Big Brother player of all time. 16, you know, like he's the worst Big Brother player of all time. I think so. Yes, he's up there. Damn. Yeah, worst he's player he's, of all time. He's just dude, bad he, he literally eliminated no, his own bad. alliance in Big Brother. Yeah, like, it, like literally came doing. after his own alliance when there was an entire other alliance out there already gunning for them. X. What was this cat? What was this cat? I can't. I can't believe that this category wasn't worst take of the season. <laughs> like, because that's what it should have been. MVP, like, the fact that you saved this for the MVP talk is is it's it's crazy it's talk. But you want to know why? Because everything revolved around him the whole season from start to motherfucking finish was all about Fessy. Yeah. You know, War of the Worlds was all about Rogan. And if Rogan didn't win, that would have been sweet justice. War of the Worlds 2, that is. Sorry. And I'm not considering Rogan MVP of War of the Worlds 2 just because he won and he was a villain and people hated him start to finish. Get out of here with that. That guy did not play a good game. He doesn't deserve MVP. It's going to CT in my book and in Stake's book. You're drunk DMing CT. Let's I go. am drunk DMing CT. Hey, Chris, I love you though. I love you too. Here, let's have a social distance hug. Social distance hug. There we go. But hey, Fessy for MVP. I'm gonna fucking, no get out of here with I'm, that steak. I'm gonna give it to you, Doug. Steak. We're glad you can join us on the podcast. That, that's gonna do it for our time with you to hear today. I know you've been doing a lot of podcasting today because you're, you know, you're in high demand. So you, you gave us some of your time, and we greatly appreciate it. This has been the Cutthroat Cast. Steak. Where can we find you at? Uh, my Twitter is I am Kevinito. 
Um, same Instagram. Check out Lauer After Hours. Check out Relegated FC. What other podcast am I on? <laughs> I think that's it for now. Hey, right. we're, gonna- we're gonna have him back on here too. We didn't talk All Stars today, but we would like to kind of talk All Stars. So maybe we can do kind of a a steak and Kravitz collision course where we we have you come on with us and we can all talk about how we'd like this season. Wait, no, fuck um, all that. We're gonna have him on here because we're gonna talk wrestling, bitch. That's what I'm we're talking about. wrestling. Yeah, me and him we're talking wrestling. wrestling. Coming yeah. from first of all, <laughs> second of all, X. Bitch is the word of the name. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking wrestling, bitch. No, it's wrestling though. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. 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 Yeah, well, I want to talk wrestling, wrestling too, but I'm just saying, you know, we'd love to, we'd love to talk all stars with the man. We haven't talked any all stars on this podcast yet, and it's been a really fun season. So maybe then, you know, in the next couple of weeks here, we can get Kravitz together so we can kind of talk about it in some of our favorite moments. Yeah, I would love that. Let me give a little teaser for when I come back and talk all stars. Uh, Bill Murray tweeted a bunch of years ago about like every Olympic event should have like a normal person competing for like perspective, you know, <laughs> that's how I feel about this all-star season. I'm like, wow, these people are like me. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's not these toned and chiseled 20 year olds. Like they're all my age. I'll have kids. All, you it's, know, like, it's not the ones that look like pow. It's the ones that look like all of us yeah. <laughs> that, that aren't Chris. <laughs> they should literally call it the challenge. Normal people. <laughs> pow, show the guns real quick, dog. I've been showing them the whole time. Hey, there we go. Audio media. That's how we're going to promote it. All right. But at the same time, we do have Instagram too. We are working on that and it is up and ready to go. We're going to start um, posting content on the Instagram. Sorry to all the people that haven't got it yet, but we are getting to it. Uh, I'm just going through a little bit of a tough time right now. But we'll be it's good. We'll exactly. But we're we're we gonna get that X. going. We're gonna get that going, big dog. Hell yeah. So follow us at Cutthroatcast on Twitter for now. And in, for and any information and on Instagram. And, Instagram. and on Instagram. We had the, the one and only steak sauce on today. That was a, a good conversation. Talking big brother, talking the challenge, having some good lively debates about the number 16, in which <laughs> X finally admitted that he was wrong. No, uh, I didn't. And it was I a lovely conversation. Did. Fessy for MVP. Just stop. Just, 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 stop. just stop everything. Just stop everything. We're done. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Goodbye. That's not the hill you want to die I care about you, and that's not the hill that you want to die on. I'm not dying on that goddamn hill, but at the same time, he is the MVP because he was the most talked about. Well, you keep talking about it, so it sounds like MVP doesn't mean MVP doesn't mean, you know, you could have said who's the biggest villain of the season, and oh, by far, it's Fessy. Fine, he can have that award by far. You know, most talked about, okay, that's fine. Most shitster, okay, I accept that. MVP, are we that still on there? He went above and beyond and dominated the season, and there's a reason why he should win it. MVP should only be between Amber B and uh, CT. That's and that that's the way it is because they, they got the gold, man. They got Bullshit. the gold and they no. won the season. How's it work in the NBA? The MVP usually is not in the finals, winning the championship. Yeah, but the NBA has. No, wait, answer that. The MVP is the person that did the best. He didn't do the best. If you want to talk about MVP and you want to make it like a regular season thing, then okay, Leroy and Casey should be in that conversation because they got the most daily challenges. 
So you can't even, you can't, Fessy shouldn't be nowhere near that conversation for MVP because he wasn't the mastermind of shit. He just, he are was we, just are so we, stupid and arrogant. Are we still on air? Stupid stuff. Yeah, we're still on air. He was so stupid <laughs> and arrogant that, <laughs> no, like, I, I'm he mad said, about this said, now said, that you, you yeah, want to die on the hill and I care about you and you're, you're I'm doing not dying day. on the hill. I'm you're telling you that. I'm just saying. You are dying on this I'm just hill. saying. You guys you started this bullshit like with the on X here. I like piling in on X here. X, hang on. More players that wear number 16 in the NBA right now. Jai Jerome. James Johnson. Where does he play, Chris? Where's Tyler Johnson? Where does he play? That's easy. Tyler Johnson? Yeah. Don't help him, Pat. Pat. Huh? All right. What are the other names? We're going to do this with Chris. Well, of course. Ben McLemore. You got. No, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. McLemore was seven. McLemore is seven. No, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Ben 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 McLemore. I don't even know. Anyway, uh, Juwan Morgan. Uh, what Shady team, Dog. Chris? What team, Chris? Say the name again. Jazz. Listen, X. This, this is gonna be like a new segment. No, what no, team no, does no, he no. play for, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> the the debate about the sixteen aside, I care about you when it comes to you having this terrible take on Bessie for MVP because it is so loud wrong. Somebody who's talked about the whole season. Honestly, Casey and Leroy, they're in that discussion. So is Cam. Fessy, they ran a live on here. Next does bring up a really good point. Every episode that I've been on, we've talked a lot about Fessy. No, it's just because a lot of those later episodes, he was being so cocky and arrogant. And the thing is, it's like, it's like, he had those most, but I'm not giving.